following show contains spoilers for episode 3 of Survivor, David vs. Goliath. survivor fantasy show where we where we discuss our scores and our results and the episode and everything about it and how we did and how bad soaring is at this game uh so do you guys remember last week when i ended off saying you know i think jeremy is my best bet on my team right now and you know how we all agreed with you (laughs) (laughs) oh my god well well you were wrong (laughs) We were wrong. And you can see this. You can see how wrong everybody was. When you look at the results page. Uh, So, Soaring, have you looked at the results page yet? Oh, boy. I'm going to look at the results page right now. Okay. Let's see. uh, (laughs) Oh, oh boy. Uh, Jimmer got 26 points. That's pretty good, man. Yeah, I clapped. I clapped when I saw it. That results in a total of... Oh, uh, Toon, he got seven, Toon got 17 points. Nice going, bro. He has uh, had a total of 63. Oh, but Mango edged him out of it, getting 23 points. Not quite catching up to Jimmer. And, and I am see, at I, a total of 71 points. I am the winner right now. And I got three points. Congratulations. <laughs> With your score oh. of 50. Overall. Don't worry, Soaring. You can hang up your team on the refrigerator. You did good <laughs> They're all going home. And the only two people you have left are Dan and Kara. And I don't have big hopes for them right well, now. Well, if it weren't for the coming tribe swap. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, like, honestly. be gone. Well, that's what I was really hoping for when uh, Jeremy started getting under people's skin at the start of the episode. Like yeah, like I'm like oh, sh- I I've got to hope that he survives this week and makes it to the tribe swap. If anything, I feel like Dan might be at a little bit more of a risk now, um, mm-hmm. because usually once swaps start happening, the big strong players are you know wanting are are targeted sooner because you never know when the next swap will be, so you don't want good challenge threats floating around. Yeah. So then, but another back. thing, yeah, uh, Soren got so few points because of our the challenge and our team compositions. Yeah, because the Davids won this challenge, um, which was bad for my trade. Yeah, but Soren just got no points for the challenge because he I mean, lost both of his Davids, and the reason I got you know less than twenty three points was because I only had two Davids versus Jimmer and Mango's three. I mean, Mango. To be fair. This is only one episode. Exactly. Whatever, I mean. guys. I just need to wait for that uh that that blacked out team that we have here on our spreadsheet uh, <laughs> to start getting some points. Then I'll be in good standing. Speaking yeah, of blacked out I, teams. I feel like my team has a lot of potential longevity, but I don't know. Jimmer's looking good. I think Mango's looking good. I think that trade Mango made will help him definitely in the long run. I think that Mike can be more strategic. But I feel like he's also more vulnerable, so it's a little risky. Yeah, now that Jeremy's lost, or not Jeremy's, oh uh, yeah, now that Jeremy's gone, Mike has lost kind of his main ally. Mm-hmm. So looking for to this tribe swap, if he is, uh, if he's like on a three-two split or something, 
as a Goliath, he's probably the one who's going to be going home. Yes. But I don't know. I don't know what we'll see with Mike. But so far, it seems like he's just kind of, you know, floating around. We He had the episode uh, at the beginning where he was looking for the idol. And then after that, we've just kind of seen him only ever attached to Jeremy. So it's yeah. interesting to see, you know, what will happen with him. But I think Mike is definitely a uh, a choice moving forward, like, to go home next episode after the tribe swap. Yeah. Because he doesn't really me. have anything, like, I just don't. The only way I see Mike not going home is if, you know, he either wins immunity or he's in, like, the Goliath majority on a new tribe. But uh, speaking of the social game, I thought it was an interesting dynamic at the start of the episode, because at the start of the episode, all of the Davids were kind of at each other's throats because of the blind side. They were Mm -hmm. all getting on Gabby. And then then, (laughs) was... Was she really the instigator? I don't think so. I think she's an a- anxious. Yeah, writer. no, it's it's um, interesting seeing all the different s- narratives and stories here because Elizabeth is the one who kind of came up with that move, move, right? And you know who we didn't see literally at all this episode? <laughs> yeah, Elizabeth. We saw hey, man, fishing. she threw a ring. No, but we That's true. there was Elizabeth who made the move, and then there was like. Gabby, who kind of convinced Christian to make the move, and then it was Will Christian play with and Nick, me? who ended up, you know, being that swing in the vote. sand. But the show just gave all the credit to Christian and Nick, which was kind of interesting. Yeah. So not not. And I mean, if they Elizabeth. did vote with them, it would have gone there. So I mean, I so, think the reason course. the show highlighted them is because they were really the swing vote, and mm-hmm. like they they knew that. Yeah. But it definitely made it their move where I feel like if Elizabeth was, you know, going farther in the game, perhaps it, they would have given her more credit for that. So it doesn't make me feel that good about Elizabeth. But either way, uh, we have the attention on these two boys as kind of like our main characters, it feels like. Yeah. Uh, and then we have, yeah, the clients as the other side of this beginning where they're just having tons of fun. They're doing little hermit crab races. They're oh, playing Sebastian. games. <laughs> Seabass. Hey, hey, wait! Can we get can we kids. get can we get points uh, based off who won the crab race? I don't know if we <laughs> can conclude the winner. I don't think they showed us who won. Well, either way, Jimmer had Sebastian. So. <laughs> I did. I did. That's and a joke you wouldn't him. get, Soaring. I'm sorry. Nah. It was Seabass. Okay. Kids uh, love Sebastian. I think kids are gonna love Sebastian. So I really. <laughs> I liked... thought it was just so... Sebastian the crab based off the Little Mermaid. No, I really liked what they did with the beginning of this episode, where we kind of fl- like it wasn't just the Davids, right? And then the Goliath, and then challenge. It was like a little bit of David, then a little bit of Goliath, then a little bit more of David, and a little bit. Right? It was like swapping back and forth. A little bit of David. It was fun. It was comedic. I was like laughing at all these different scenes. Oh, it was just enjoyable. Oh, I was having a good time. The the David scene where they're speculating about uh about uh. The mayor of Slamtown. Yeah, right. It's just all these unnecessary but still really fun <laughs> scenes they put just, in. Just, I could, I can imagine them like talking about this for like an hour. Yeah, I know exactly. <laughs> and then Christian's just just continuing to build up this uh-huh. mythic, mythical uh, place Slam- of Slamtown. It, it, it's like Guy Fieri with Flavortown. Yeah, <laughs> and the best like, and the best thing is that they Flavortown. must have. The best thing is that they must have heard him say, you know, that name somewhere, oh, yeah. right? The I ma- think he said oh, it at the oh, at the first thing. 
it's his jacket too right but it's just funny that this has sparked so much discussion when like on you know reddit and stuff tons of people are talking about all those different titles and how it's, really <laughs> it's, funny. it's very funny what um yeah you can bring so, it yeah the slamtonians they live in slamtown you have to be slammed to go into slamtown so the challenge the immunity slash reward challenge this is where my compl- my complaint of the week is coming back everybody I, I Mango's complaint of the week it's okay. my favorite segment we've had like multiple weeks in a row of single challenge per episode <sighs> come on this is better mango yeah, if we like, had two challenges this episode, we would have well, we now we lost had them. any of the fun scenes. No, like, I understand that. We, it would have been... Intellectually, been... I do. I do understand <laughs> that. I I understand. But I want I want there to be more. We, we all want longer episode times. <laughs> I'm very happy with having one challenge if it means that, you know, we get this, like, this lots of fun content. But if we had an immunity and a reward challenge, it would have been like the David's recouping, right? And then yeah. the challenge, and then another thing of, you know, maybe the David's like talking about getting Gabby out like they did, and then the challenge, and then Jeremy scrambling. And we would have missed all these really fun moments we got. So I'm all really right. happy, actually, that we're only getting one challenge because it's giving us, you know, lots of more content. Okay. So when this challenge, for, before the actual challenge, when the challenge first started, I thought it yeah. was interesting to note that, you know, usually they do like the big like helicopter or drone shot and then zoom into the challenge area and zoom mm-hmm. into something else, you know, they didn't have a helicopter shot because it was raining <laughs> way too hard <laughs> yeah. to make it. Um, and I thought that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they had a helicopter shot during the challenge. So I was very confused. Maybe yeah. they got one up during the challenge. Maybe it stopped raining a little bit. Well, they don't do it during the challenge. They had they had a shot like. No, they they don't do the the overhead shots during real challenges because then they'd capture all the cameras. So what they do is, after the challenge has happened, they'll run through it without all the cameras surrounding them. So they can oh, get like overhead with shots. real players pretending to with like have the done the team, challenge right, and then they do the challenge so that's how you see it so that's why they were able to do a helicopter shot then yeah or like whenever it you know it's after a challenge and they do the big overview when it's like jeff and you know the 16 of them are like standing around yeah that's not what the actual people okay otherwise you know we'd see all the cameras yeah I'm, how many cameras do they have like at Lots, a time on the ground at least one per person and then more general because like during challenges they obviously have a lot more but like at, at even camp, just like at camp there's usually like five or so maybe because they need to have you know one at like one or two or at camp itself and then people who can follow contestants yeah. if they go because like, one thing away. i noticed is like they were doing like a conversation mm-hmm. uh but i think it was the natalie and jeremy conversation yeah. at some point and they were able to cut multicam between mm-hmm. Jeremy and Natalie and they're like yeah. standing right next to each other so I'm like yeah. there's two camera people like there, just there, there are some pictures where you can see a typical like conversation right and it's like mm-hmm. two camera guys and a producer and a mic guy right just huddled around them and <laughs> I'm just thinking like unnatural. what is th- what is this 
this TV show like? Yeah, they do a very good job at hiding it, but it's funny when you can see some of these pictures of mm-hmm. like how much crew there is, and it's like it's not a whole bunch, but still more than you know you you would perceive. Yeah. So anyway, this challenge, I didn't think it was very exciting because the puzzle was very puzzle. similar and <laughs> to the a Ghost Island one. Yeah. The rope thing was kind of cool, I guess. Yeah. Overall, I like, I like was, having to go around with the rope, but it was kind of meh. It was fun opinion. watching Alec like dive through oh, the, yeah. <laughs> the fence. That was that's, the best that's, part. That's always cool. But overall, it was another one of those challenges. Like, okay, they're gonna do a thing. It's gonna be really close, and then they're gonna do a puzzle, and that's gonna determine it, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so they do the thing, and they Until do the other close. thing, and they get to the puzzle. And it's like, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> the reward, comfort, good reward. Except that, except you know, when Jeff pulls the tarp over <laughs> in the in the freaking like yeah. drenching rain. I'm so glad somebody <laughs> screamed, "Cover it!" <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Because yeah, like I funny. was thinking the exact same thing. No, Jeff, what are you doing? I was like, oh, all these things so you can like lounge and relax. And it's like, okay, well, you can't use any of those when it's raining. But you can use a pillow. pillow. Yeah, the pillows will be nice. And you know, well, you can't use a pillow if it's soaked, or else you'll catch a cold. <laughs> okay, but they're it. already like outside. <laughs> right now, the they're time. using the ground as pillows. Right. Well, I mean, they're on those bamboo spits, so I imagine that a lot of water would run off those. But if you got a pillow in your face, it's just a big old sponge. Yeah. Well. Okay. So who won? <laughs> that was uh, David. David. Which. Good for them. They won an immunity. I was not expecting that literally yeah. at all. See, I was kind of hoping. Almost costed them an arm and a leg. Only well, it did. It did cost them a leg. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't I, sure who I wanted to root for going into this challenge, but I felt like I didn't want to see that kind of conflict go down with the Davids if it was spilling up. Like I didn't want to see Gabby go home tonight. I didn't so. either. All I needed was for the the Goliaths not to lose this week, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's sad not good for Zorn. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very really nice because last episode, right, I had someone who was potentially going home. So it was really nice to be able to sit back and know whoever went home I would be happy with. Because <laughs> it wouldn't be you. It might be me. It might be Jimmer. It might be Zorn. Yeah, so just watching it go on between Natalie and Jeremy was really, really comforting for me. It was like, ooh. Either way, I'm happy with the result. Because if, yeah. if Soaring has another person go home, that's just a good meme. And Jimmer Jim <laughs> is a, a threat. It's a really good so. meme now. <laughs> so we need to determine the better timeline, whether it's like like Kara goes next and Dan wins it all, or if it's just Kara and Dan that are the next two to go. I would much rather have uh, <laughs> Dan and Kara go. I don't know. It would be funny for Soaring to lose someone, and then this final person is the winner. That would be a good story, though. That would be very funny. <laughs> that would be worth, like, two million points. It's just, totally win, just the, win this season. Comeback. It's totally impossible for me to win this season, though. Yeah, I think you've kind of lost it, unless you make some really good trades. But I don't. I, I, there's no way I can get enough point income right now. You don't have... Yeah, you don't really have anybody. I think you can go on the negatives. Hypothetically, even if I even if like I had the final two right now, I don't think I could catch up. 
No. Unless Dan suddenly won every immunity and reward challenge. <laughs> or Connor. I mean, unless you wanted to trade one of your players and basically all your points. And then, yeah. I mean, there's just... Yeah, the best thing you could do is, like, trade and get the top two that yeah. are also very good challenge threats. But I, I think the soaring is not looking good for you. <laughs> so, I was... I was really thinking that it was going to be Natalie right about at the point where uh, Natalie was talking to those uh, like three people mm-hmm. and then Jeremy shows up. He's like, yeah, no, I don't need to talk to you. <laughs> Why would you? Oh my God. It's the Natalie napalm. Oh my God. <laughs> and you know what He's you like, say about napalm? You know, you've never even seen an episode of Survivor. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, don't do that. Because that just makes you look more suspicious. Now, it didn't matter because they got out Jeremy. But, oh, man. I want Natalie out so bad. Hey, fire yeah, represents really life. Like as long as there's Natalie Napalm. I actually felt like uh, Jeremy was kind of in the wrong there because he was like, no, I'm just going to stay here. It's like, okay, can we have like a private talk? Yeah, I mean, like, I understand where he's coming from, but it just made him look bad yeah no see like what he was doing is like you know good because you know obviously you, you don't want things to turn towards you but because i feel like if so someone tells you persistent about it it just made him look really bad if someone tells you please leave and you're playing survivor mm-hmm. you don't just leave yeah i don't know i think you you could and then you could come back after they're done talking and be like, I think oh, I think know, what's up I think where he should have laid off a... was when when uh she was telling uh was it Kara to, to come talk with her on the, the side mm-hmm. I I think he should have laid off there I think that was the point where okay I'm just being an asshole now if I yeah no him. exactly he was just saying you know I can do whatever I want I'm gonna follow you and you know whatever like. Natalie should just, also be more discreet with, with her side of conversations. Well, she was saying that Jeremy was following her around all, all over the place. So, Well. So she was like, leave me alone. And he was like, no, I am not going to let you have any privacy. And I'm really curious what this reunion show is going to be like. <laughs> with 19 people. Like, even when it got to the... Uh... Wait, who who's not going to be at the reunion? I forgot. Alec. Alec? What did Alec do? Uh, we'll talk about it later. Okay. <laughs> but even with um, he didn't win. That's for sure. Like even with all of the the yelling matches Jeremy had, I feel like when he got to the tribal council, he when he got to the tribal council, he still thought that he was like a shoe in. Yeah, he had a really he, he had a very bad uh tribal performance but at that yeah. point he was kind of going home anyways i was like, surprised that it was basically unanimous against him yeah but like i i, I am convinced based off his attitude that he, even if he had the immunity idol he wouldn't have played it he was oh, yeah. that confident yeah um, i mean it makes sense that it was unanimous because like natalia said that she was going to be firm in her vote but I think she just didn't want to be in the minority against you know I'm, Angelina I'm, in the other four. And then the reason Mike didn't vote for Jeremy is because he already knew everybody was voting for for him. So he felt like you know he yeah. shouldn't be the one who votes for you know someone else because that makes him look bad. See, I'm curious how many next. of those votes flipped at tribal. 
Uh, I don't think any of them did. You think? I don't know. I, like, you could yeah. see people's eyes when he started yelling in a tribal. Like, people uh, were getting uncomfortable. Usually, the vote is decided before tribal. I don't you think... You say that, but I feel like you've seen all the seasons. So I'm just going <laughs> to say this. Sometimes, sometimes things get wacky. Yeah, no, sometimes that can happen. But, but they usually this, have a plan. I think in this case, nobody changed their vote on the spot. All right. Except so I, I've, I have a survivor question for you that has nothing okay. to do with this actual season. Okay. Has anyone, like, gone up, cast their vote, and then before the votes were read said, hold up, I want to change my vote? No. Because that's never happened? No. How has well, that never happened? Never that they think, put I'm into pretty the sure final episode. I'm pretty sure your vote is final. That or or yeah, they they don't show it. There was a time. No, no, I don't think there's been a time when somebody writes it down and then they're like, "Wait, I want to change it." I, I also noticed the magic marker they have in that uh, voting booth. It's pretty cool. It's pretty, yeah. like it's like masquerading as a sacrificial dagger. Yeah. And then it's just a sharpie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I I also think the parchment is pretty funny because it's like it it's made to look like old parchment, but like yeah. it's got a it's got a very nice fold in the middle, and mm-hmm. and it's very yeah, clearly no. like fully flat, so they can yeah. put it up to the camera. You can see in the first season where it's like it's actual <laughs> parchment. Or do they use actual like, parchment? It like, and then it's they like realized very, that was a bad idea. It's very floppy, and when it was raining, like the ink smeared all over the place. And you and, could actually see through it. Yeah, and you could see through it and everything, so it's just like not good. The the card stock or whatever you're using now is very nice because like you said, you know, you write on it easily, you show it to the camera perfectly. <laughs> yeah. It's got a really nice fold mm-hmm. right in the center. Yeah, perfect for Joe. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. We we talked significantly less about the actual episode and much more about like things adjacent to it yeah i mean this was a really good fun episode but in terms of discussion there's not a lot to say i guess basically jeremy shot himself in the foot or i guess stabbed himself in the foot but b acted like she shot herself in the foot (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i guess i'm trying to draw a parallel here to his discussion with mike last week where he says don't go stabbing yourself in the foot (laughs) (laughs) so I'm worried about what uh, what's going to happen with B, and how that's going to affect her. Yeah, usually she, she's I saw, looking I saw really a... beat up. Like not just the leg, like her shoulders all scratched up as well, and she's got that. Well, that's just scab that's just normal. That's just normal survivor stuff. Um, but normally, I saw a tweet about this. They won't show an injury unless it's relevant, you know, somehow. Um, but I mean, so... she said something, and then Jeff responded. Yeah, like, after. And so, I, I mean, I guess Jeff's probably done that before. Um, it does, it's not edited in, but mm-hmm. it seems. I feel like what might happen is she won't be able to perform in, in any challenges, and then that will be the result of her going home. I don't think she'll get medevaced per se, but I think she just won't be able to participate, and then she'll be seen as useless. I think that'll be her downfall if she makes mm-hmm. the merge. Well, if she, she makes has to the merge for herself. Oh well, no. Because if she makes the merge, then she's less of a threat because she can't win challenges. So I guess why that's would you true. Out? No, but you would, would want to hurt yourself after the merge. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Because yeah, people will take you if you lose. If you work. can't perform before the merge, then you know you're useless to your tribe. I wonder if they reveal it just because people will be like, "Why does B have like band aids or not a band aid, yeah. but like 
tape around her leg. Yeah, it's just that's true. We needed to see that it wasn't just a minor thing. So no. whatever comes of it. So I was surprised that she wasn't medevac, but then yeah, I, I guess it's more for okay. like real life emergencies. Yeah. So speaking, like talking about the speculation, just one last little bit. Um, I'm not sure. Like, it's really hard to predict anything when there's a tribe swap around the corner. But I feel like if we're looking at patterns, maybe I feel like Mango might be in trouble next episode. I just have a feeling because Mango hasn't had a turn yet. <laughs> well, looking at patterns, I'm in trouble next episode. Yeah. Oh yeah. Stormy's in trouble, oh. but but Mango has never been uh, in trouble yet. So I feel like it might be Mango's turn. I mean, and Gabby's probably... been on watch. Yeah. So it. I feel like Gabby might be someone to look out for you. Uh, I might be in trouble with Lyrsa again. Jimmer might be in trouble with Natalie and B and Soaring uh, Dan, I would say. Also, Mike. On the Thank side. you, Kara, for keeping a low profile. <laughs> I mean, we can't really say for sure until the episode happens. I mean, I, I just jinked myself, didn't I? Because she, she's going to be have all high profile next episode. Our, let's yeah, just, yeah, all right, let's sorry, just called it the, here. <laughs> let's just put the results in for episode four, and let's just let's just black out Kara and Dan already. <laughs> double elimination. Yeah, double even episode. Hey, you don't know they could do a double boot. They could. They have to at some point. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's what we've got. Check out the document. It, it's it's pretty good uh the, these fine folk made made a good document to did a good job Thanks. um so if, if you yeah check check out the document uh, uh thanks to uh yeah thanks to subtech <laughs> for the use of our theme song step up and we'll be back next time probably goodbye Bye. thanks for listening Did Soaring say bye?